Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga and the creator of the Momentum Magic Method, the way to become a confident yoga teacher who seamlessly shares cues and easily creates sequences, whose classes are transformational, not just transactions, who understands anatomy and who shares their passion in a unique and authentic way. Here on the podcast, you'll hear anatomy lessons, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal growth because having a strong, healthy mindset is such an important piece of being a confident teacher. In addition to the podcast, follow me on Instagram and TikTok for daily videos on teaching topics. And I've got two more ways you can build your confidence and skill. Join me weekly for my mini masterclass and teaching clinic, a 30-minute teacher-only themed yoga class, followed by a teaching lesson. Just DM me the words masterclass invite. And I'm also excited to tell you about my new invitation-only group called The Empowerment Club, an exclusive community for yoga teachers who want to feel confident and make a bigger impact. Membership is free and includes weekly workshops, private audio lessons, private Facebook group, and special offers on programs. DM me the words Empowerment Club for your application. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Hi there. Welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 288. I'm recording this on Sunday, January 21st. 21 is my lucky number, so I feel particularly happy about that. And this will go live tomorrow, Monday. All my episodes always go live on Monday, which is January 22nd, 2024. If you hear jingling in the background, it's Coco. He is digging furiously <laughs> into the carpet. And uh, that's just the way it is. So I wanted to just start out inviting you to my new group on Facebook called the Empowerment Club. If you're not already part of it, I definitely want to offer you an opportunity to join. It's a free membership to an exclusive club that I've created just for yoga teachers who are teaching now and who want to feel more empowered. I sort of up-leveled my languaging from confident, which was like the word for last year that I kept hearing over and over again from yoga teachers. And I do still hear that. I just up-leveled it a bit to empowered because empowered in my mind is a higher level than confident. Empowered speaks to the piece that confident doesn't, which is the piece of taking your power back. And this is such a huge theme for yoga teachers. And I don't know if this resonates with you. I, I just want you to think about ways that you're leaking your power. And please don't misunderstand me. This does not mean we want to go into the room and be powerful over our students. What it means is that we want to be at cause. We want to feel empowered so that we can spark the same feeling in other people, namely our students. And so when we go into the room and when we constantly ask for feedback, and when we go into the room and we hide behind our practice, when we go into the room and we're afraid to speak our own words and we read from yoga books, these are all ways we give our power away. I have lots of other examples. When we go into the room and we change our sequence on the fly because we're afraid in the moment we're triggered by a look that a student has in her eyes and we think oh my god this isn't hard enough and we derail from our plan 
simply to appease an assumption that we have, that's where we leak our power. And all these things do is disempower us when we use other people's cues, when we say, that's what I was trained to do, when we're a repeater and we're not a teacher, please hear me. This is how we give our power away. So if you're doing any of these things, I get it and you can change it. And when you change it, you will take your power back and you will feel amazing. So to join the Empowerment Club, send me a DM on Instagram and use the words Empowerment Club and I will send you the link to the Facebook group. You can go on Facebook and just search the Empowerment Club. I've heard though from some teachers that they have a hard time finding it that way. There might be some other clubs with related names. So the best thing to do is to just um, DM me on Instagram um, the Empowerment Club or Empowerment Club, mention you heard it here on the podcast, and I will send you the link. The next thing I want to tell you is that, did you know that every week I do workshops? Yeah, every single week I do a free workshop. Every single week, just like every single week I do a podcast episode. You need to be consistent in this world if you want to get results. And so I, my personal word for last year was consistently, consistency, and I fucking crushed it on that score. I showed up consistently in every way and twice on Sunday, and I'm so proud of myself that I did, and I have the results to show for my efforts. Um, and so I share that with you, the fact that I have a weekly workshop because if you want to be part of getting weekly free education as a yoga teacher and weekly free opportunities to hear how you can up-level as a teacher by working with me, by grabbing some other free resources I have, by coming to events that I have, that's the way to do it. Because in these weekly workshops, because we're on Zoom, I have a lot more of an opportunity to hear from you, to hear what your problems are, to help you come up with solutions. So if you're not on my free mailing list, my VIP mailing list, you're probably not going to know. I post things on my Instagram when I'm doing a workshop, but honestly, I don't always, I very rarely get responses from people on Instagram. I don't know what the deal is with Instagram. People used to DM me a lot. Now they don't. People used to ask for resources. Now they don't. I don't know. There are a lot of watchers on my Instagram, but not a lot of action takers. I don't know why that is. Um, and maybe that's just the way of social media these days. People just like to be watchers and that's okay. I, I get it. Um, I don't bite though. So <laughs> if you want to email me, uh, I'm sorry, if you want to DM me, you definitely can. And, um, I can share resources and that sort of thing. So the way to get on my mailing list is number one, you can DM me on Instagram and give me your email address with permission to add it. And I'll add it another way that doesn't involve talking to me <laughs> is you can go on my website and my free download for my sequence building template is there. And to download it, I need to get your email and that puts you on the list. So the best way to know about these weekly workshops is to be on my mailing list because I always tell them because they are people who have opted in to have a deeper connection with me rather than just the wiles of social media where who the hell knows what you're going to see on any particular day. So that's that's the place to be if you're an action taker. Um, okay, the other thing I wanted to tell you is last week I did an amazing event, a self-care seminar for yoga teachers. This was part yoga practice, part mindset coaching, part meditation, part vision setting for next year. It was 90 minutes of pure joy, pure self-care for you. 
if you missed it and you wanted to come, or if you're hearing this description and you'd like to have the replay, DM me on Instagram and I'll send it to you. Um, okay, so now that I've given you some just things to think about and and you know action steps you can take to um, inspire you and just give you give you some techniques uh, around teaching. I want to share with you my weekly silver bullet story. So if this is new verbiage to you, a silver bullet story to me is a teacher who's had an aha moment, is a teacher who embodies that empowered avatar, that empowered way of being that I'm talking about. And every week when I do the podcast starting in 2024, I am going to share a silver bullet story from someone who had that silver bullet, that sort of light bulb moment and realized, oh my God, this is a way that I can show up in a more empowered way. And they're out there changing lives. And so I want to give a shout out to Amy A. If you're listening, Amy A, you're going to recognize you in this. You don't even know I'm sharing this with, with people. Uh, Amy enrolled in my program late last year she is a school teacher. She has like 30 years of experience as an academic teacher. And she went into teacher training, decided she wanted to branch out into teaching yoga. I actually have a lot of people in my program who are academic teachers. And I love, love, love. I grew up with a teacher. My mom's a teacher. So I love this kind of branching out into a different way of showing up in the world and a different way of changing lives. Um, and Amy... The silver bullet story or the aha moment story that I want to share is she is new to teaching. When she enrolled in my program, she was just starting talks with a studio that was going to hire her and they were going to start doing training with her. And so I've been able to see her begin her teaching journey. Now, she was, truth be told, teaching the colleagues, her teacher colleagues in her school, and she was loving that and she was doing that great. And this teaching in the studio was an up level for her, for sure, because they had a very structured way that they were in, that they were um, uh, training all the new teachers to their studio and, and a very formal process. So it really was a process for her. And she showed up consistently throughout the entire thing. She managed some mindset challenges that came up. We talked through them in our momentum coaching calls that I do with teachers in my program. And she's been texting me pictures of her classes. And the last uh, picture she texted me was her with a bunch of her students. And she's been texting me how she feels after she teaches and she's loving it. And she's using some of the techniques that she and I have talked about on the coaching calls. And she is just embodying not only what it is to be empowered, but what it is to show up consistently and do what works even when you're new. And so that's the silver bullet from her story that I want to share with you because way too many teachers tell me when they talk to me that they're changing their sequence every week. And at the same time, in the same breath, they tell me, I get lost in the sequence. I wish I didn't need to practice with my class. And I need to tell you that these two things are related. Your belief that you need to change the sequence all the time is taking your power away. You as an empowered teacher is not one who is hands down on the mat practicing with your students. You as an empowered teacher, and this is just generally, this isn't just for you. In general, an empowered teacher 
is walking around the room, is looking at their students, is interacting with their students in a heart forward way, not in a heart down to the floor way. An empowered teacher is not one who changes their sequence all the time out of a fear that people will get bored, which is just a belief. So I wanna give a huge shout out to Amy for showing up consistently and, and doing what is working for her. Even though it might look a little different than the other people that teach in the studio, than other things she sees on social media, she's not listening to that stuff. She's not being influenced by that stuff. She is doing what works for her. And in that way, she is showing up empowered. And I have the actual evidence of it because I see in the pictures her and her students and I can see on their faces the feeling of connection and community that they have created by her. And this is what I mean about when you believe in yourself, you will do what you know is right for you. But when you listen to the narratives out there, and my friend, there are so many, you will be pulled off course. You just will. Not only by the narrative, but by your own inner narrative that says, oh, you're not ready to walk around the room. Oh, you're not qualified enough to run that workshop. Oh, you're not as good as that other teacher in your, in your studio who does all those complicated transitions. That is not the empowered part of you. The empowered part of you is the one I'm talking about in, in the Amy story. So I share that with you and I share these weekly stories with you as a way to tap into that part of you that's in there that's saying, I want to come out. I want to be the teacher that is leading the charge here, not the fearful part, not the doubting part. So shout out to Amy. Keep up the great work. So in today's episode, what I wanted to address is something that came up a lot this week for me with people I've been talking to. I sent out a number of resources on anatomy. I had an anatomy challenge, uh, Instagram live, um, a TikTok, an anatomy challenge on TikTok live. And I had a lot, and I did it in a format where I was basically asking questions. I was basically running the, the people who were there through a quiz, a live quiz to test your knowledge on anatomy. And I had a lot of teachers get in touch with me and say, you know, I think I know anatomy. I think I know the basics of anatomy, but I'm not sure. And see, this is sort of one of the challenges with our industry. You know, when I, I mean, I have an undergraduate, um, I have undergraduate training in anatomy. I started out as pre-med. I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. My undergrad degree is in rehab counseling. I've worked as part of a, a, a clinical team and a rehab center. I have a medical background and a clinical background. I've worked as a social worker and I have a personal training certificate, uh, all of that. And so when I went through all of that and when I became a certified personal trainer, even though I didn't work as one, I had to take a test. I had to take two tests, corrective exercise exam and the CPT exam. And when you take a test, you prove your knowledge, but in yoga, there is none of that. So all these hundreds of thousands of teachers go through their 200 hour training and they're out there just kind of up to their own thought process as to, do I know anatomy? And so it was interesting to me that a number of teachers emailed me this week, because again, when you're on my email list, you get these free resources. And because some of my emails were focused on anatomy, they were emailing me back and they were saying, 
you know, I feel like I know it, <laughs> but I'm not sure. So I'm just going to give you a couple of ways to highlight if you truly know anatomy for teaching yoga or not. Um, okay. So the first thing is, can you look at five yoga pose pictures and name the muscles that are concentrically contracting to create the joint actions? So first, can you look at a picture of a yoga pose with no outside references to muscles or anything? And simply name the joint movements and name the muscles that are concentrically contracting to create those movements, right? This is basic stuff. So if you're saying, oh, I don't need to be able to do that, then go listen to another podcast because you're not my person. Like this is fucking basic stuff. You should be able to look at someone in upward facing dog and identify what are the joint joint actions for the major joints and what are the muscles that create those actions. Concentrically create. I'm not even getting into eccentric and isometric, just concentric. So that's number one. Number two, uh, can I share the why behind my cues? Can I share the why behind my cues? This one is key. This one is key to the empowerment conversation we just had. Because when you're out there sharing cues, you can't explain the why for, that's another way you leak your power. If you say, and I'm just gonna give you a basic one, in downward facing dog, lift the leg, bend the knee, open the hip. And someone in your class were to shout out, what does open the hip mean? And how does that differ from lengthen the hip? What would you say? If someone shouted out in class, oh, I'm bending my knee and opening my hip, but I feel some pain around the hip. What could that be from? How should I modify? What would you say? And believe me, I'm talking about within our scope of professional practice. I'm not asking you to diagnose and treat, which is outside the scope. So this is what I mean. I'm being really straight with you because, you know, there is sort of a pumping out yoga teacher process that happens in our industry. And there's no oversight. There's no checking. There's no testing. There's no, how you doing? There's no supervision once you're out there, you know, and to some extent, I mean, I talk about, there's no yoga police. You can do whatever you want. And I believe that. And that's a good thing, but you have to have a rationale for what you're doing. So if you're out there as a repeater, if you're out there sharing cues, you can't explain the why for that's not a good place to be for you, let alone for your students. For you, because that again is how we teach in a way where we don't feel like we are connecting, where we don't feel empowered, where we don't feel like we're adding value, where we just feel like we're just saying the thing, we're saying the thing, we're saying the thing. So a way to test yourself is <clears throat> grab somebody in your house, your significant other, one of your kids. Kids are actually great. If you have somebody in the like nine to 16 year old age range, that would be perfect. And I want you to teach them sun salutations and cue to the anatomy and have them ask you, why? Why do you want me to bend my knee and open my hip? What's happening here? What muscle am I using? Have a kid ask you questions and see if you can answer. Okay, enough of that. Um, the next one, do you worry that your students will get hurt? If you worry your students will get hurt, this is a super duper bright red flag. Stop, do not pass, go. You need to learn anatomy. The really amazing, no, no, the really interesting paradoxical thing is the more you understand about anatomy, the more you appreciate that there's very little you can control. 
It is the person who doesn't understand anatomy who actually thinks they can prevent people from getting hurt in their classes. And that is the truth. So if you're worried your students are going to get hurt, not only are you leaking your power and you're disempowering yourself, but it is a huge red flag that you don't understand anatomy. And that worry, I know it doesn't feel good. Who wants to go and be teaching yoga worrying about their students? It's like sending your, I don't have kids, so I'm speaking metaphorically. It's like sending your kids off to school and, and worrying about them, worrying, worrying. I mean, that is not a way to live. That is not a way you want to be teaching, right? So that's a sign that you don't understand anatomy. Uh, another question you can ask yourself is, can you answer student questions? Do you have students coming up to you after class and asking you questions, which yay, you want, but which, hmm, if you can't answer their questions, if you feel back on your heels, if you feel like, oh my God, they're asking me for information that I don't know, that's a sign. The next thing, am I offering classes with an anatomical theme? Am I offering workshops? Do I have the confidence to offer workshops? Those are two things that can alert you to, I don't really understand anatomy. So I'm just being straight with you. Like I sort of, sometimes I sort of wonder if this is a turnoff, but this is me. <laughs> like if my, I actually do get a lot of comments from people in emails that after, they write me after my workshops. Like I really appreciate your straightforward style. So that's me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I just want to acknowledge that I I hear myself as I'm having this conversation with you and I can tell from the pacing of my voice that I'm getting really passionate about it because I am passionate about it because I want you to be the best teacher possible and I know you can do it. I know you can do it. It's just that I often run counter to the really super loud voices out there and that's why I sort of feel like I lose people along the way because those other voices are so much louder. The voices that are just like, enrolling in this other training, get 500 hours, do the stuff that you're seeing on Instagram, do the stuff that you're seeing on YouTube. Don't worry, you don't need to understand anatomy. Do fancy transitions in your classes. Do really super hard poses. Change your sequences all the time. Your students are going to get bored. I see all this stuff in the Facebook groups for yoga teachers. That's why I wanted to create my own Facebook group because I wanted to just like give people an opportunity to be in an empowered place on the internet for yoga teachers, N not a place that is, not a place that is just full of all these, just, I don't, I don't know the word for it, just stereotypes, I guess. Uh, okay, so that is your little mini quiz you can give yourself. And, you know, of course, if you come out of this conversation with me and you're thinking, wow, I really don't think I understand anatomy, just get in touch with me. Just send me a DM and let me know. And I can, I can give you some resources that can help you get going. The other thing I'll say is when you go to my Instagram, one of the links off there is my mini course on anatomy. So that's something it's $27. Like, honestly, my friend, <laughs> $27 is well worth it to spend to, to get what I give you in that course, which is the steps that you need to take to understand anatomy. 
It's not going to give you the actual lessons because those are in my signature program. It's going to give you the steps though. And that's half the problem. When yoga teachers realize they don't understand anatomy, they go out and they try to figure it out on their own, or they buy books that are about all this minutiae stuff they don't need to know, or they enroll in 500 hour trainings that are just like super global or super niche and don't give you any like actual, how am I going to apply this to my teaching? Like you need to build a foundation first before you go out there and do these other specialty trainings. Uh, and that's 100% what I do. Okay, the last thing I wanna end with is something I brought up in the last episode. It's just that it was, I just think these questions are just so critical to ask you just to be sure that you're, you're on the right track for you. So I'm just gonna ask you a handful of questions and I want you to just think about the first word that comes to you. Because outside, out of this process of going through these questions with me, you're going to get a really clear direction in terms of what are some of the problems you're having and where you need to go from here. Okay, so the first question is, and just the first thing that comes to your mind, the thing I'm most afraid of when it comes to teaching is blank. Next question. I want to do more blank in my classes. Next question. Before my classes, I wish I felt more blank. Next question. After my classes, I wish I felt more blank. Next question. I wish I knew more about blank so I could bring more value to my students. Next question. I'm the kind of yoga teacher who blank. Next question. If I could just blank, then I know I could be a better teacher. Oh, that's a good one. And then the last one, I wish I could be more blank when I teach. I wish I could be more blank when I teach. Okay, so we are at the end of today's episode and I'm gonna just end with a call out that's a little different uh, to anything I've ever called out before. Um, and I'll just tell you the reason why I'm gonna end this way. So earlier uh, or late last week, I got an email from a woman who had bought my anatomy manual like seven years ago. Before I had my own signature program, uh, I had an anatomy manual that I had written because I was hired to teach a number of teacher trainings, the anatomy part for 200 hour teacher trainings in different studios here in Boston. And every time I would go teach these teacher training programs, I never had one book that presented anatomy in an easy step-by-step -step way. Um, the teachers were always told to get the books. I know you know what books I'm talking about. The books that everybody always is asked to get about anatomy when they take a 200 hour. And you know, you have to buy them ahead of time and all of that. And so I never, while I liked the books, I never felt like there was a one-stop shop for teachers to learn just what they needed to learn. So I wrote it. And so I wrote an anatomy manual and that's what I would use to guide the 200 hour teacher trainings I did. Again, just the anatomy part. And so that, anatomy manual became an online course. And then I enhanced it even further to give one-on-one -on -one coaching support to teachers. And that was the basis of 
the creation of my own signature program, which I've now run for several years. So when I was just selling the anatomy manual, I had people just buy it off my website. And this teacher got in touch with me a week ago and she said, oh my God, Karen, I've had your anatomy manual all these years. I absolutely love it. It's my most favorite thing. And now I own my own studio and I want your manual to be the go-to anatomy resource that they use. Can I order 10 of them? And I was so thrilled. And I looked back on my spreadsheet and sure enough, there she was, lives in Louisiana, Sherry, shout out to Sherry. And so it got me thinking, you might own a yoga studio that offers a 200 hour teacher training, and you might love to outsource the anatomy part. And guess what? I love to teach that. Matter of fact, during COVID, when all the studios shut down and we couldn't do anything in person, my business grew in this sector. I had a number of studios, even some I didn't even know, and they knew of me from all the lots of content on the internet I have uh, around anatomy for yoga. And so I was hired to do a number of virtual trainings uh, to studios all over the country. And so I was thinking the other day when Sherry got in touch with me and it just sparked my memory. And I also actually did for a friend of mine here in Massachusetts, the anatomy part of her teacher training just recently, you might've seen that in my stories. So this is something that I would love to do for you. So if you have a yoga studio and you're teaching the anatomy part and you're like, ah, I'm not really sure I'm qualified to do this, which, hey, I get it. You know, there are a lot of studio owners that teach the anatomy part and they really don't know anatomy, but they just sort of do it because they don't know who to hire. You can hire me. And when you hire me, you'll also get access to a whole bunch of other resources that I have that will really help your teacher training stand out. And my friend, that is the key right now because every yoga studio has a teacher training program. And so when you can show more value and differentiation to students that are thinking of enrolling in your program, you help your program grow and you'll get more enrollments. And so I can do that with you. So if you're listening right now and you own a yoga studio and you would love to offload the anatomy teaching uh, component to someone who's an expert, you can hire me and I can tell you all about how you can do that. So just send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me at karen at barebonesyoga.com. And if you're listening and you took a teacher training at a studio and you felt the anatomy part really needed to be improved and you have a good relationship with the studio owner, feel free to give that person my contact info. Okay, that's it. We're done with today's episode. If you're still listening, even though I don't see you, I feel you energetically. And I want to thank you so much for sticking with the episode all the way to the end. I am also an end listener of all my podcasts. I pride myself on listening to them all the way to the end. So I, uh, I really appreciate it. I'll see you in the next episode. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Have a great week and talk to you next time. Namaste. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And as a special thanks, DM me the words podcast offer, and I'll share with you a special opportunity for yoga teachers who are ready to be confident and skilled and drop all that prep time, drop practicing with class, drop using the same cues over and over, and drop worrying what other people think. If this is you and you're ready to step into your most powerful, authentic way of teaching, DM me the words podcast offer on my Instagram, Bare Bones Yoga.